Well, I'm excited to welcome everybody um, to this, what's going to be a very magical episode. Um, Charlene Cabral um, is our guest today. She's a licensed um, massage therapist and certified in actually many modalities um, of massage, like meridian massage, polarity, um, rice, I hope I'm saying that right, or R-Y-S-E and reflexology. Charlene is a survivor of stage four cancer for over 10 years. Charlene's passion for learning has led her deep into the benefits of massage and energy medicine work. Um, and she's done this by taking it to a whole new level through her signature intuitive massage technique. She really is a positive inspiration and is committed to helping people release the physical, emotional, and psychological pains of their past. Um, thank you for being here, Charlene. I can tell you, I'm getting emotional just hearing you saying mm. that. It's like, because it's so true. I just, mm. we don't know what we don't know. And connecting with what's going on when we have the pain, it's a message trying to, you know, mm. let us know it wants to leave. So, but we'll get into all of that. Oh, I love it. I, I love that so much. Um, Charlene was actually recommended to to come on this podcast from another podcast guest. So I feel like that there's some magic in us meeting and the conversation we're going to have today. I, I know it's just going to blow your mind. <laughs> so you are what I call a pattern, pattern disruptor uh, in the best possible way. Um, you can see patterns intuitively, you can feel them physically, and you help people move through what's holding them back on every level, right? Um, and we don't have to start there, but that is really amazing work. So I'd love to kind of hear what brought you to this point today. Sure. And I'm already smiling and laughing because if you only knew, I've been in insurance for 38 years and I still <laughs> teach insurance, right? And I'm teaching the class and I'll feel something and sometimes I'll know who it is and I'll go over and get their permission, obviously, and mention things to them and help move what's stuck in their body out of their body. And sometimes it's, it's not necessarily having to touch somebody because with energy work, um, you mentioned polarity, it's rise. Um, it's a, just a different type of modality. Years ago, I learned Reiki. So they're all just different modalities. And I fell into learning this. I was drawn to it. And I always tell people, just go with your gut. Who cares mm -hmm. if it sounds crazy? Because I'm an insurance professional. Why am I learning all this crazy stuff, right? Well, it wasn't until I went through a number of things like I went through losing a job, finding out I had stage four breast cancer. My husband of 23 years together for 30 gave me the best gift ever, the gift of divorce. And uh, I like to say that hopefully make people laugh. Some people get triggered by that. It's when you learn that, like the gift on the other side, right? Yeah. It, it mm -hmm. makes it so much lighter and you don't get stuck in that quicksand uh, and you know, your defense of like poor me or whatever your defense is. So after we got divorced, I went to massage school mm -hmm. and um, then I'm out massaging and all of a sudden it was like everything I felt fragmented of came together and here I am doing 
like the massage and I'm getting this means this and this means that and pulling all different modalities in and I'm just helping people and they can make the connection. And then I got the name Intuitive Massage with Shalene. And it's interesting because some people have said, well, geez, intuitive, you should be telling me everything. And I said, no, that's giving away your power. I'm going to tell you either what I know or what comes through for me to tell you. However, what I'm trying to do is help you to connect with what's going on on the, the physical, emotional, psychological level so you can move it out of the body. Mm. And, um, and it's fascinating to see when people are um, on the table and I'm working with them and how somebody said, I didn't get a yes or a no when you asked me because she's very analytical. So right. she didn't go like into her head. She said, but all of a sudden I felt this intense, like, for lack of a better word, pain. And then mm -hmm. it just moved. And it makes sense it's going to be pain. I tell people all the time, if somebody's doing this mm -hmm. and stuff is stuck in your cells and your DNA, are you necessarily going to get that out? So sometimes going over joints and just bones, um, yeah, it, it might give them that intense feeling. But then when it releases, they all say that there's so much space they created. Mm -hmm. They feel lighter. Somebody said they didn't feel like themselves. And I said, what makes you think when you came in, you were yourself? Mm -hmm. You come from DNA. You're carrying everybody else's stuff. and you know, as we're guided wherever we're guided and we pay attention and do what we're told to do, inspired to do, then that opens portals, gateways, whatever you want to call it, to set yourself free from the pains of our past. Wow. Yeah, I think it's cool. so interesting. These people that come to you, maybe not knowing, you know, we don't always know the root of the pain we're carrying, right? We don't know where it came from. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, you. no, please do. This uh, before I lost my job at this insurance agency and then went off on my own. <clears throat> one of the last customers that came in, he came in, he shut the door to my office. He commented how because I had redone in in, in the um, the office, so it was nice tones and. I had my Reiki music going or massage music. And this was before I was even in massage, right? He sat down and he proceeded to tell me about his wife or his girlfriend had cheated on him. And um, he got up and he left. Never a word of insurance. So hmm. how would he have found his way to that agency, my office? It's just when when you realize that you can't plan stuff, right? Mm -hmm. it, it's a good idea to try to have a plan in a direction, but I'm the type of person I've always tried to control and manage because like, that's yeah. how I thought, you know, things were going to be successful. And, uh, and I thought that's how it was supposed to be because I'm a knowledgeable achiever, you know, and you, you yeah. just have to plan things yes. out. And I've come to realize that whatever you believe in, God, angels, source, whatever, Something higher is in control. And when you just trust and believe in the process, mm. you're supported and you're, you're taken care of. How would I still be here? I say this to people all the time. There's been times I've had a dollar fifty in the bank after like 
making good money for like the majority of my life and I'm still in my house taking care of things you know um yeah you just it's just realizing now don't dismiss the emotion you, right. you it's okay to feel how you're feeling but that feeling is a sign that there's something underneath so many times people will say pay attention to your thoughts Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. However, can you remember everything, every single thing you're thinking of? No, but you can feel what you're feeling, right? Right. And, and you might not have meant to do this, but I just noticed you kind of swallowed a little hard. So was something coming up, even with me saying it, that you might not consciously have been aware right. of, and it was pushing it down. And that mm-hmm. that's what I mean by like, I never know. I yeah. catch colors, tattoos, like, yeah, all kinds of stuff just comes through. And yeah, says, hey, I, I'm, I'm curious today. about that, what you said about the swallowing hard. So have it, let's just like, let's like dive into that for a second. Absolutely. So, so it would, it are, are you, t- take me through your process. So okay. when you see that, right, is it that I'm stuffing something down or that, there's something that maybe wants to come out, but that I'm not conscious of it wanting to. All of it. All of it. Okay. Because we're not conscious that we are trying to release something that no longer serves us. Yeah. However, we come from DNA and DNA is still energy, right? Mm-hmm. So even though you feel something in the body and it wants to come up and release, hence the reason we have all kinds of pains what ends up happening is it's like the DNA still has a hold on us and I call it anchored or tethered. So it's like, Oh no, you're not letting go of that. And it's because we're attached to the emotion and people say, why would I be attached to an emotion? And it's real simple. Once I explain it, right. Then you go, Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. It was a situation either in your life, my life, our ancestors, because It's their blood that's coursing through us. Yeah. So there was an event that occurred. And as a result of that event, there was an emotion, meaning maybe we got fearful. And underneath all emotions is fear. So it starts with fear. And then some people go deeper into fear. Some go into worry. Some go into anger. It's just an emotion. And that's how they're trying to stay safe. Right. So it's a safety. and. I bring in chakras. So second chakra is around the the belly button, right? Mm -hmm. Navel area. So that's where we have attachments to the emotions. And then it starts there because that's the water element, right? Mm -hmm. So emotions, water element is all in that region. What ends up happening based on a number of things, maybe the person's profile, maybe based on what happened in their life, what could happen is that emotion says, it's going to attach to the heart. You're going to shut your heart down because you didn't feel safe in that moment in time. So what ends up happening is the emotions like buried way down here, but it causes us to shut our hearts down. Wow. We're not speaking our truth. So we're pushing that emotion back. So the emotions coming up and now subconsciously you're like, Hey, I'm not supposed to let this go. And something with even somebody saying, in this case, what I said, you swallowed hot and it went back down. And then that could even be 
connected to addictions. There's there's no judgment in addictions because people that have let let's just say alcoholism that runs mm-hmm. in my family, right? So alcoholism, there's no judgment in it. You just think of what it is. It's a fluid, right? So it's the water element. And I hope you don't mind if so some something might have just shifted there because I saw something like in the face and a little swallow. She's like, I'm gonna put a sheet up. <laughs> <laughs> Because it might be triggering like memories of things that have happened in our past or, you know, what you know to be true in your own life. And we all have stuff. I tell people all the time, we all have addictions. Just pick your flavor of the addiction. Yeah, right. So the alcoholism, it's a liquid. Liquid resonates with the uh, water element. So Mm -hmm. water element is second chakra. Second chakra is emotions. So a person that drinks is trying to push down emotions that they don't even know what it's all about because it might not even be their emotions. It could be, you know, so far back in the lineage, they just don't know. And then you piece it all together and you say, okay, so when they're drinking, what are they doing? Most of our addictions go through the mouth. Mm -hmm. So drinking is not being able to speak your truth because that's the throat chakra. So pushing it down and it just happens to go to the second chakra because it's pushing down emotions. Now, some people might say, well, when I drink, I end up being more um, alive. I'm not pushing it down. Well, that could be a sign that you have been pushing it down, right? So you only feel, and there's no judgment in this, you only feel safe by getting to that state where you can be yourself. And you have to explore who are those people you're with, because are those people drinking and it's making their elevated, like, enforcer behavior toned down, so it allows you to rise up. See how the the addictions are actually assisting, but we're not consciously aware. And who's going to think in the moment, well, you know, I'm eating a lot of sugar and cookies and this and that, because think about sugar. Sugar is about sweetness. So when we don't see joy, sweetness in our life, we push it down with things that provide us with, you know, maybe some gratification in the moment with, and believe me, like I like my ice cream and my cookies and, you know, I'll lay on the couch and watch TV. And so (laughs) I have to be consciously aware. Why am I, why am I doing this right now? So, so how did these people show up on your table? So like, let's, let's back it out to when, when an emotional response becomes so embedded in a physical pain, right? We've moved through the emotion. We've, we've moved it into the physicality in our body and then we're progressing towards disease. Mm -hmm. So, so they, you see them before or during the disease pattern potentially. Exactly. How do you help them wrap back to the root of the emotion so they can heal that physical ailment or to understand the root of the emotion that may not even be theirs, that may be passed down ancestrally? Exactly. Great question. And let me ask you, do you have something like it might not be a disease, but are you feeling anything in the body? Any pain? Like Um, right now? 
A lot of tension in my shoulders, um, but something that's been ongoing for me in the past year is ongoing heartburn or GERD. Okay. All right. And I so, have I have an understanding of what it might be, um, but yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Let's stop mm-hmm. with the shoulders because okay. the best way to approach it is when somebody shows up. And like I said, sometimes they might be talking to somebody. And that person goes, oh, you you need to go see Charlene. Other times, somehow they found me and that's what they'll say. I have no idea how I found myself here, (laughs) but here I am. I just noticed my phone. I don't want it to go off. Um, So you you just, that's just energy, right? We don't realize that. And I'm going to take this from a book by, uh, what's his name? Is it Joe Vitale? Says that we focus so much on the physical when really 99.99999% is energy and the yes. 0001 yes. is physical. Mm-hmm. So, and it's hard not to focus on the physical when you have that pain in your body. Right. So, um, I hope that answers your question. Also, what's really interesting and sorry, sometimes I fragment cause I it's think okay. it's, this comes through to tell you this, but wrap me back to, cause sure. I'd like to talk about What's going on with you? So I was massaging at um, this high-end spa and this woman's on my table that, well, two women come to mind and all of a sudden I hear the pipes bang. It's like we're in the lower level of the, the spa. Like you shouldn't be hearing any of yeah. it, right? So anyway, the massage ends and I'm waiting outside the room for her. And as I'm waiting for her, the song comes to me, not three times on the ceiling, if you want me. Hmm. So she opens the door and I said, this is going to sound really weird. But I told her what just happened. And she said, yeah, that was my husband. So people somehow find their way and end up on my table. And stuff like that. I had no idea that her husband had passed away and he came to her and was like knocking on the ceiling to let her know. And maybe that was like their song or something. This other person lived in New York and she had a necklace on. And I said to her, do you mind taking the necklace off? Because I don't want to choke you when I'm working Mm -hmm. on your neck. And she had commented that she never took it off because it was, you know, her husband. So another situation with somebody had passed. So I said, you don't have to, but I just don't want to as I'm getting in there, like pulling on the chain or whatever. I said, if you want, just she's laying face down. So just tuck it underneath. So it's near your heart. So we're going through the session and I can't even tell you what was coming up. She started, oh, I know what was coming up. She wasn't open to moving on. I was getting like her heart, her heart so broken that she's guarding it. She's protecting it. And, um, and something came through, like he was trying to help connect her with somebody, but she's like blocking it. And she started crying. And she said, I always knew that he was going to come and see me. She lives in New York. She was visiting family in New Hampshire. And somehow mm-hmm. they made their way back to almost down in the Cape and ends up on my day. Wow. So, and you just don't know because like the pain in her scalp, that was all connected to the emotion of not being able to release her, her husband's death, um, just as passing. 
So and you don't want to be insensitive with it, but yeah. you know, myself included, I'm not just like saying, oh, this one does this and this one does it. I know I block things out of fear of am I gonna attract more of the same? Mm-hmm. You know, so Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, when those intuitive messages come through, does the pain or the excuse me, the emotion that you're sensing in the body come through you in an intuitive way or do you, is it an intuitive message first and then the body follows? Um, every, every time's different, right? Cause mm-hmm. I could be working with somebody and I had no intention cause this place didn't want me to be doing that. But how can you shut it off? This right. person that's on the table, her husband passed away. And I just like to preface preface with saying, you might think I'm crazy. I know I'm not crazy, but I don't know what they believe in. And, you know, I don't want to freak them out if they don't believe in it. I don't have to tell you any, you know, and she was wide open to it. Um, And there is that emotional, you know, release. And then you can feel it also in the body. I can see, too, when I'm working on the body, if, if the person's face down and I'm looking at the back, Sometimes it looks like it's inflamed because I can mm-hmm. see like that something's held over here, not on this side. This side's more relaxed now, but something's here even after working it. So then connecting with it and tying in the lines in the body, tying in and what the lines are, they correspond to like the elements, either air, fire, yeah. water, earth. And also even that you look at, okay, well, how does that connect? to other things like an example ether what does ether have to do with Mm -hmm. ether has to do with creating space but what is somebody trying to create space from so let's just go back to the the throat right Mm -hmm. the throat holds grief so and why does it hold grief because we can't speak our truth we've been pushing it down not even knowing and i've had people say to me no charlene that's not me i said Okay, it's not you, but you have this pain. So you can't dismiss the pain because you're telling me you have the pain. And even if you didn't, I, I don't want to sound cocky. Wow. You find it. I had an attorney once who used to come in and tell me. And then this one day, I, I laughed because when they have their intense sessions, they're like, they feel like they got a beating, but it, because it's so intense. Yes. Then their body's like, oh, that that heaviness, that pain, that density has gone and has created space. So he said to me, nothing's going on. I said, okay. So he gets on the table and I was like, this session was even more intense than other ones. And they said, why did you tell me that? Because I knew you were going to find it. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, but that just goes to show you somebody that you're working with for a long time. They know that somehow you're going to be guided. Another yeah. person I worked with, it was the first session I had with her. And she wrote me up a, a testimonial. She said, Shalene, I can't believe how connected you were. You were able to like stop wherever I had the pain, even if I didn't tell you that they were staying there. So it was like, intuitively you just know and everybody's intuition is different so to go back to the other question for me it's like i get a thought i get a knowing you 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 know like saying hey 
Yeah. You're walking that. Where is that coming in? And I think it's because I'm a knowledgeable achiever. So it's about doing and yeah, I like to know, but I also like to, to do things, right? So you just keep doing and doing and doing. It's not just about knowledge. Yeah. But that's how I get my guidance because if I'm a, um, a knowledgeable achiever, then the thought's going to come here and then you just speak it to the person, if that makes sense. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Uh I want to talk a little bit about like the subconscious mind and the conscious mind because science has, has proven that the subconscious mind controls 95% or more of what we're doing in our conscious life. Yet we think our conscious mind is in control. (laughs) So when those people get on your table and say, "I, I don't know what's going on, I don't have any connection to it. And then they're, they're confused that you can connect in with these subconscious patterns that have caused them that have moved to the pain stage. Um, Cause I really believe that when we can unlock what's happening in our subconscious mind, that's when we really can connect with what it means to heal. And um, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's just transmuted. So finding that pattern within the body to transmute and then allow whoever's on your table, the knowledge to say, Hey, this is what I'm intuiting. There's a little bit of magic there. They also have to allow the release because there's fears. I've worked with people who have had addictions and they get on the table because they Mm. want to release those addictions. But I think when we create space in the body, yeah, there's fear because we knew what was there and now it's gone. So what's it going to be like on the other side? Right? Yeah. So take us through what that looks like. Creating space is scary for people, whether you're creating space consciously or, or physically um, in an area where you held on to so much. Mm -hmm. How do you help people? One, well, creating the space physically by moving the energy right within the body. But how do you help people create space and then hold that space for themselves and not fill it with fear or negative thoughts or patterns that repeat the cycle? I'll start with the latter question. Okay. Um, it's like anything else. Mm-hmm. Maintenance, right? Self-care. Yes. And that's a big thing I'm, I keep trying to promote to people self-care we need to get on a pattern of self-care absolutely because you go and you create space but Mm -hmm. then now you get fearful because that space is there so if you're not doing things like and i'll tell people take epsom salt baths yes yes good for the physical but wonderful it clears your aura it does yes you say you don't have a tub because my tub's been broken but I don't care because I have a second bathroom. Put your feet in it. You can put your feet in it. Mm-hmm. Or another thing is look for the, oh, look, I have a bottle here because now I use it for, I use it for um, my, my massage lotion for massaging people. Why yeah. like go and waste money on other bottles when you have soap bottles? And so yes. this one, I loved it. But unfortunately, Avon, and hopefully this will hit somebody that's an Avon 
mean well, you know, listening yeah. up, up high and be like, we need to get this stuff back on the shelves. But this right here, can you see it? Let's say right, not so good. It is. It says Israel Velament Natural Spa Dead Sea Salt. It's a body scrub and cleanser. So this ended up in my if my daughter got it as a gift and she's like, Mom, I'm not gonna use it. You wanna yeah. use it? Oh my god. It was amazing. I still <laughs> have some I went and found, you know, whatever they had left and started buying them up. <laughs> but because what ends up happening is it's clear and it's just like taking an Epsom salt back, right? And this oh, is wow. dead sea. So it's going far down into the Dead Sea and getting the salt. And so even though I can't take a shower, uh, um, a, a bath because my tub's broken, yeah. I can take a shower and use this. And it's like my skin just radiates. Yes. Like, wow. I use, I use Dead Sea salt in the shower. I just pour some in my hand and then scrub because I am, it is so good for your aura. Shower is yeah. really good for your aura too, but yeah. that salt is really good. So I, I'm with you on that. That, that exactly. lotion sounds great. So some things I tell them to do is Epsom salt baths. And if you mm -hmm. can't do what we just talked about. Um, the other thing is what do you listen to? Mm. Right? I like listening to Reiki. I told you that client who found me and he yeah. wasn't even a client because he never became a massage client. I wasn't massaging yet. And he didn't buy any insurance. He just came in, sat down and started telling me, which makes me think of um, the couch that I'm sitting on. My friends will come over and they'll have a cup of coffee. And I sit in my favorite chair over there with my cat has taken over on. And my son, he was, he's 18 now, but years ago, he came walking down the stairs and he goes, you know, mom, you should be like a therapist or something. And mm -hmm. I go, why? He goes, because all your friends come over and sit on the couch and, you, you, but it helps them. And I love doing it. Right. So it, it's, it's a win-win. So finding those things also, I like being a resource for people. So yeah. they might have one thing that I created is called Ask Shalene. So they might just be curious about what's going on. They can do a half hour session. They can do an hour session. You can get it right through my website, which I'll share all that with you after. Sure. But they don't need to be on the table. I've had my friends from Hawaii call me and say, Shalene, something's going on. And then we walk through it and... I can feel stuff leaving mm -hmm. and they're like, yep, there it goes. Nicole, wow. our mutual friend, um, had um, put together this program and she asked me to come and speak. And this one woman got on and as soon as she started talking, something told me just to start writing. And I knew it was because it wasn't all nice and neat. I was over here. I was over here, like writing all over the place. So when it came time to chat with her, she thought she was having a miscarriage. And um, what what ended up happening through, the, and I don't remember the whole thing because that's another thing. Sometimes you just get in the zone. You don't remember all the details. Right. But I was explaining this and that. And like, when you explain it, people are amazed because they don't have to tell you anything. They know what's going on in their life. And they're like, wow, and that had to do with this. And I had to leave my children to escape a family. And, you know, and 
she just starts crying and all of a sudden I went, oh, I just felt it leave. And mm. then Nicole said the same thing and she goes, I did too. It went right out my head. Wow. So yeah, there's, there's a resonant. <clears throat> That's why it's so important with this, in, with any intuitive work that it, the message comes through you and it's not for you. And it often doesn't make sense. Um, right. But the resonance happens in the sharing. I found that with, with my work too, <clears throat> that that's why it's great. It's really important to do it because yes. um, I don't find many people who are hesitant. And I right. don't know, I, the, the more I do it, not to be fresh, I don't care. Yeah, I'm going right. to tell you. And, yes. and I've had somebody get mad at me once. And I said, listen, you don't want me to tell you. I don't need to tell you. This is what's coming through and something's telling me to tell you. But you, I don't. And then he goes, no, go ahead. So I think he just needed to be angry, right? Yeah. And, Whatever, yes. it was that emotion. But like I said, that's how he dealt with it. Because anger is here, but what's underneath it? Fear. Right. Yes, so, always. So we had to manage it. And, and then with just being myself, I'm not trying to be fresh, but like, what am I getting out of this by telling you? You know, sometimes it just happens <laughs> and you don't happen to be a paying client. So, and that was the, the case. He was just, a friend of a friend. And I was like, listen, I don't need to tell you anything. You don't want to know. I don't need to tell you. And then he was like, no. Okay. Yeah. that It's really amazing. I, I know for myself, I had a lot of people that had passed on that started visiting me. Um, that Some that I knew and some that I didn't. And I really hesitated telling the people that I knew, you know, what their, what the message was or why they came to me or what they look like or sharing these things. And I finally just made the decision this is not for me. Stop, get your ego out of this. This is not for me. And people were just so grateful to hear from their loved ones that had, you know, moved on, but otherwise would not have been able to get that message to them because whether they're not open or they're, they have some sort of belief pattern that kept, you know, preventing them from accessing that information. So. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm listening to you, but you know, things are coming, so I'm writing it down. So <laughs> I don't forget to tell because one sure. thing came through twice already. So um Yeah, I, I think the more we're comfortable with us being ourselves and sharing these gifts, it allows yeah. them the the yes. ability to to do the same thing. Agreed. Um, yeah, and, and not only with we all have these gifts, it's just how we, we do. do. Absolutely. And, um, but just helping them to get over the fear. I remember teaching an insurance class. And again, this was mm -hmm. before I was even in massage school. And we broke for lunch. And this woman, an older woman starts talking about, um, she, she wants to get a massage, but she's afraid because she didn't want to be naked on the table. And I said, good mm -hmm. God, nobody wants you naked on the table. I said, and I joke with people and I say, listen, this is a professional massage. I want to help you release <laughs> the pains of your past, but you don't want to show me anything and I don't want to see anything. So we're on the same page. So she laughed and I said, no, you're covered the whole time. Um, and then I started giving her a hand massage. Well, people started coming back from lunch. I want a massage. I ended up teaching the insurance class, giving every single person in the room a hand massage. And I got up to this person as I was massaging her hands, my teeth went like this. And I was like, what is this? Oh. I go, this isn't yeah. me. I go, oh, this is you. 
I said, what are you afraid of? And then I got everything. I go, oh, everything. She goes, I am. So then later we chatted, you know, about how you can even bring that down. Because people who have fear, they usually have anxiety, right? Yeah. So when you have anxiety, it's all up here in the chest because you're trying to leave the body. Ties into teaching them about breathing. So um, I tell people, if you're experience, if we're trying to move something out of the body, mm-hmm. you want to exhale through the mouth. And the way to remember this is you don't yell out your nose, right? You don't what out your nose? You don't yell out your nose. I try to come uh up with these things to make people laugh, right? So (laughs) if you're angry, you open your mouth and you're like, ah, you're not going to be trying to do it out your nose, right? So when you're trying to get rid of that pain, it's like deep inhale, open the mouth and like real. If you've ever gone for lung tests, like breathing and whatnot, yeah. you have your really yes. breathe. You're blowing it <laughs> you out of the body. Yeah, think of it that way. Where somebody who has anxiety, they want to breathe in and out of the nose. And I also learned this way back when, because usually they're too afraid around their hip area, like because mm-hmm. that's getting close to first chakra stuff, family foundation, yeah. safety, right? They're too afraid to to now follow what you're saying. Yeah. So what I started to do is I tell people to hug yourself. And then you're going to oh, take wow. a deep breath through your nose. And you're rocking. And you're just saying to yourself, either out loud or to yourself, it's safe to be in my body. It's safe to be in my body. It's mm. safe to be in my body. Then you exhale out the nose. Did you see how my shoulders went down? Mm-hmm. Not everybody mm-hmm. does that. I can feel when they land in their body. It's just like, right? Wow. So, and I'll be showing them this while they're face down on the table. So I'm um, like, I have my hands on their shoulder area and, yeah. um, and I'll do the rocking. But I tell them like, you can do that to calm yourself down. And if you don't feel you're a hundred percent landed in your body, do it again before you move. Safe to be in my body. Safe to be in my body. Safe to be in my body. Exhale out the nose. You know, the breath, you bring up the breath. I think it's so important to bring you back to the present moment. Yeah. We we are plagued by so many, so many things in our culture and society these days that are driving forward anxiety or depression or you name it, whatever ailment, right? But the breath, returning to the breath and returning to that present moment really does bring you back into the body. And it doesn't push you back, you know, push you forward in anxiety or push you back in depression. So what we're talking about right here, we just save people God knows how much money when you take yeah. these classes yes. about learning how to be present. I can't yes. I tell people all the time. I can't tell you how many classes I took on how to be present. And then I finally realized it's breathing. It's the breath. There it's the you breath. Go. So we just saved the them how much money. We did. All you need to do is be aware, right? And again, yeah. be present means you're in your body. Yes. Where is Well, Charlene, I think the I think the challenge for people is it seems so simple. 
right? Like what it, it's this autonomic process. What do you mean the breath? Take a moment and focus on your breath. Is it shallow? Is it deep? You don't know where your thoughts are, but feel your body. Where is your energy right now? If it's right here, you're having anxiety, you're overwhelmed, you're filling the blank with whatever you call it. So you're ready to like, just take, to leave. You're ready to zip out of here. Yep. Yeah. So that's when you do the, and you don't, people say to me, I'm not going to be in a meeting and stop like, well, you don't have to, but they don't. You don't have to just breathe. Or if I'm sitting next to you, I'll just start like people. Yeah. People, you know, I like to make people laugh. I go, I don't care if they, what they think. I I talk about this no matter what I'm doing. It's great. It makes perfect sense. But the more they can learn that, as you just said, it's going to help them to feel calmer. People that take tests. I remember teaching an insurance class and there was this one woman left in the room and she starts yelling, you didn't teach me this. Mm. And I said, do you remember this example? She said, yes. I go, then I taught it. Why would you have an example if I didn't teach the material? I said, you're forgetting the point I told you before you started taking the test. People get nervous taking tests and you're not breathing. So you're not in your body. So I helped her to take some breaths and she calmed down and she finished the test and she was fine. One other thing, because again, this is what I'll tie in with people is Mm -hmm. the breath might come up or this might come up or that might come up. But what comes up is the pinky toe is not only the bladder meridian. If you're looking at meridians, now I'm not an acupuncturist. However, I study meridian massage. So I, I love blend it. meridians in as well. When I was in massage school, I always ended up having to work on my teachers. And this one teacher, she goes, Charlene, you hit every single meridian. She felt like I, she was going to jump off the table. <laughs> wow. But I was like, good, I'm glad to hear that. And now we know where your blocks are. But um, <laughs> So the, the pinky toes have to, and I'm mm-hmm. using my index, my, uh, yeah. you know, um, but let's say this was the pinky toe. This Mm -hmm. is on both sides of the body, the bladder meridian, which is about fear. The um, water element has to do with the bladder in the kidneys, and they both resonate with the emotion of fear. And I've had people say, why do you tell me? I said, because everything's a pattern. We have day, we have night, we have black, we have white, we have male, we have female, we have yin, we have yang. So one meridian is yin and one is yang. But if you're having anxiety and the breathing's not working, grab hold of your pinky toe and just give it a pull. Because what you're doing is you're pulling your energy back down into your body. So that's, again, bladders about fear. So if you're fearful or whatever that word is, you're trying to leave. You're not present. Um, Other things to think about, because somebody might go, no, I'm not. I'm like, okay. But it ties in with that elemental line as well. So that yeah. elemental line also corresponds with the earth element. The mm-hmm. earth element is about beliefs that no longer serve you. So, so many times as I'm massaging people and you look at like ether, air, fire, water, earth, right? It's working its way out. Um, yeah. I'll find that especially I have to then go to the outside of the body and work my way in 
because they need to be guided through letting go of beliefs that don't serve, emotions yes. that don't serve, yes. in order for them to open up the fire element, which is about joy, which ties into, you're talking about the hot burn, right? So all yeah. of that is it coming up from the stomach, right? That burning. So burning is, is acid, is it anger, is it, and I'm not trying to, you don't have to say anything, but you know what's right. going on. And a lot of times stuff in the stomach, stomach has to do with worrying. What are we worrying about? It's right here, third chakra, being ourselves. We haven't been able to be ourselves because we were taught way back when that you better love everybody else before you love yourself, right? So it's safety, shutting the heart down to myself in order to take care of everybody else and what they need, what they want. So that's wow. why is that burning have something to do with your, in some area, not being able to be yourself. So is it coming back up in the burning in the heart? Notice the connection. Is yep. it because it's, that's also fire, right? Fire element is, it is right yes. in the <clears throat> So you think and notice the clearing of the throat, which was awesome. And now you're pushing it down with the water. Isn't that funny? <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot of, <laughs> wow. yeah, but, but see what I'm saying? And it's paying attention yeah. to so it now is. what I would guide somebody to do, because I don't want to tell them don't have a sip of water, but maybe before you have a Move sip it. of water, connect with that. Wow. Wow. I'm, I'm aware of the fact that I'm having this burning going on in my yes. throat. So what's that all about? Connect. Because it's one thing for somebody to have an intuitive hit and tell you. But as I said earlier, I want people to understand so they can connect with it and figure out yes. their own stuff. They're not always going to have you there or me there or yeah, right. they're working with. So how can we help you empower yourself? So again, it's about coming here. We're always looking out here externally to say yeah. something's missing. I got to find it out here. No, you're never going to find it out there. Because it needs to be here first before you'll find it out there. And what I find is if we don't have it here, you're going to reject it. The throat thing that you brought up, because I have, I have really a, astute body wisdom, but just you pointing that out to me, you know, I was thinking about the heartburn. I was thinking about the patterns over the last year and then yeah, it feels like something's moving there. And then you bringing to light that I hope people listening to this and maybe even watching it will understand those are the kind of thing. When I talk about you being a pattern disruptor, that's exactly what I'm talking about. This ability to, that was unconscious to me. It was, I was feeling, I was feeling some dryness and some, I still feel it, <laughs> but I was just thinking, Oh, I just need some water. And really, I really needed to go, okay, what, what is it that's coming up that I need to pay attention to? And that's one of the things I want to share at the end is paying attention okay. to yeah. the feelings and yeah. see how quick it is. The subconscious is so powerful that it goes, it is. I need to save you. So let yeah. me get the water. Let me get the alcohol. Let me get the cigarette. Let me get the right. food, whatever it is, but it's just pushing it down. And I'm glad you said the word dry because, yeah. uh, again, it, it's fascinating how I wanted to learn all these different things, right? And so many of them are connected to emotions and 
And for example, the metal element has to do with the emotion of grief. Also mm-hmm. has to do with dryness, has to do with skin. So when you just said you were dry, yeah. right? That's the metal element, which is about grief. And didn't I wow. say before people yes. that have stuff going on in the throat is because they're trying to release grief. See how it's all Well, you hit that spot on. <laughs> But you don't even need to know somebody's stuff. And some people might feel comfortable. Oh, it's real in every intuitive massage. Because I do regular massages. People don't have to do the intuitive. I've had people, and I hope I don't offend anybody, but people have said to me intuitive massages like massage with therapy because you never know what's going to come up. Um, And I was working with a client, and she has stuff going on in her neck. and. She has sleep apnea, and every time she's on the table, she's doing this, like adjusting her neck, right? Yes. And I was like, is that because you can't breathe? So we're, we're, you know, going through and doing the work, and out of the blue, she says to me, did I ever tell you about my sexual experience? And I went, no. <laughs> Clearly, that needed to come up, because sure. what's going on in the neck? What happened in the neck that, yeah. Yeah, it was connected. Wow. So is it also connected to the sleep apnea? Because what happened to her was she had an encounter. Um, she felt like, I'm not going to obviously get graphic, but right. people will know. She felt like she was being choked, gagging, um, thought she was going to die and pass out, right? Um, so now that trauma is stuck in her body. Mm-hmm. And is it also creating the fear when she's trying to sleep? Because you go into a subconscious state. So yes. I'm, I'm not aware of everything that's going on. So, and we've worked together a few more times. She has since moved out of the state, but um, whenever she got on the table, I was aware of how she was not having to do this to the head, you know? Like so do, are your clients on the table? Are they in a subconscious? I mean, I know that it's very relaxing. But do you consider that? Uh, do they consider I feel that? They're, I feel no. that they're they're awake, and it works different each each time. Sometimes they can talk. We can have yeah. a conversation, and then get on the table. the The whole thing is that um, we we need to experiment um, experiment to see what works for you. Because if you have a two hour session and you spend in an hour talking, then you only have an hour on the table. Right. Whereas some people just we talk for like 15 minutes, if that, they get on the table. And because, again, things are going to come up. So you could have just been saying stuff like, oh, I have a pain here and there. But then yeah. you get on the table and maybe that pain has moved, which I encourage people to talk to me while the massage is going on. I was doing a massage on somebody the other day and something was releasing behind the scalp. And we were on the right side of the body. And the individual said, wow, I just felt that release. I did too. But then the person shit, it went right down to her ankle and released from the ankle. So the body is so complex that it's trying to protect you. So how does it protect you? It creates this this web, this of, of emotions and anchors it down. So now you piece it through and you go, all right, well, what does that mean? Scap, first of all, it's a bone. Bone's about fear. 
it's behind the heart. So we're blocking our, our heart. Mm-hmm. We're in the line. Was it because uh, we let go of beliefs and emotions. So you can finally open up to the joy of being yourself. And then you go, wow, it went all the way down to my ankle. Well, in reflexology, because I'm a reflexologist as well, reflexology, wrists and ankles have to do with emotions, but also has to do with the lymphatic system, which is drainage, right? Mm -hmm. That's how everything drains out of our body. Also, depending upon where you're on, where you're at in the ankle, it could be the reproductive organs, male or female, it doesn't matter. Um, So. Anyway, all of that released from her ankles. So was she finally able to let go and drain whatever was being held, those beliefs that don't serve anymore? And then you think about where the ankles are, and the ankles mm-hmm. are in the first chakra region, right? Because anything from the tailbone down is first chakra. So you know it wasn't even yours. It had to do with family foundation, safety, beliefs. Well, maybe it was yours. Did something happen to you? in childhood and you didn't feel safe so it kept you anchored and not being able to move forward is the is the root chakra the when things i don't know this is a big question but is the root chakra and things releasing out the root chakra ancestral generally a lot of it is ancestral because first chakra is not just your own stuff plus yeah. when i'm massaging people um mm-hmm. two two things is a bone's obviously dense, right? But I can yeah. feel if a bone is really dense. And if it's really dense, that means it's it's ancestral because it's not just yours. Mm. It's like really heavy. It's like concrete. Huh. And that might be like my intuitive of how I can sure. sense it, that it's there. But anybody that says, oh, I love deep tissue massage, they have ancestral stuff going on. Really? It's that Meaning that they've carried life. a lot from prior lifetimes is what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So I, I want to touch on um, the stage four cancer that you had. And I want to, I want to give you an opportunity to share your story, but I'm, I'm so curious about this, about Bruce Lipton's work, the biology of belief the way that we do not have to believe the way our genes are expressing, right? The belief in that. I'm getting the chills as you're saying this. Yeah. It, when I hear stage four, I think, wow. And then you're 10, 10 plus years outside of that. So take us through your, your journey. All right. Well, and thank you for asking. First of all, I want to stop by saying, because we're human, we all have compassion, or the majority of has compassion. So when you hear somebody has some type of sickness, illness, or disease, the majority of time we say, oh, I'm so sorry you're going through that. That's kind of like sending some negative energy out. Right. Uh, And I say that because it's all emotions. And they're trying to get out of that. And even though you are trying to be compassionate, there's like a layer of sorrow, which is there a negative is. emotion, which kind of blends in with that, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's some co-creation happening there that is exactly. not always intentional or not always positive. Exactly. So what what happened was I was running this insurance agency, helped to double the size of his insurance agency. 
And then after nine years, he decided to bring on a young man and make him a partner in the agency. So he got rid of me. I share all of this for a reason. Some mm -hmm. people get angry about that. And I'm like, he set me free. Yeah, it could right. be scary what I had to go through, but he set me free. And when we look at it that way, it's lighter. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. I share that because at the same time, that's when I found out I had stage four breast cancer. I had like a big lump over here on the right side. And I didn't think it was cancer. I just thought it was an energy block. Well, it is an energy block, but if we it don't is. take care of it, it manifests into the physical. Um, and at that time, I had lost my job. And now this is coming up. And my husband's talking about getting divorced. And I'm thinking of the family. And we don't have the money because we didn't have health insurance. So, um, mm -hmm. well, and the interesting thing is I still don't have health insurance because, you know, uh, but the government says you make too much money. I'm doing all these things to take care of me and my family, but a different topic. But instead right. of being negative about it, it's mm -hmm. I'm supported. I'm healthy. Um, I'm still alive. I'm going forward. So it's all good. So anyway, my we're laying in bed watching TV and these ads kept coming on about like funerals. Now my my now ex is an alcoholic. So I was like, is this him? Plus he was suicidal. I tried helping him with so many things. Um, but that again, different topic. I won't get into all of that, but he had a lot of his own stuff going on. So he was going to um, a doctor, a family doctor we use. And one day I got out of a networking meeting. He was at the doctor and I called him and I said, Hey, how's everything going? And he said, not good. I said, do I need to go there? And he said, yes. So I go to the doctor's appointment and they turned it around from being about him to being about me. And then the doctor immediately rushed me in and had some tests done. Thank God he did because I would have never found out that it was cancer. And wow. um, I was in energy medicine school at this time as well. And um, even other energy people, they didn't believe that it was cancer. You know, they thought it was an energy block as well, because it always is. Um, and anyway, they started doing, doing tests and um, didn't have insurance. So he decides that. And then when I found out, I felt terrible. I was talking to a friend of mine from school on the way to the doctor's appointment because my, I was still married at the time. He was telling everybody if, if something happened to me, he was going to kill himself and then he was going to get stuck with our kids. And, and I'm not trying to be fresh, but in my, I'm just saying what I was experiencing. Yeah. And I'm thinking of, oh my God, like he's going to kill himself. What's going to happen to our kids? You know, all of that. So I'm not going to tell anybody anything. And now I'm feeling bad because this doctor I'm going to see, he just lost his daughter to throat cancer at the age of 28. And his oh, wow. wife's an oncologist, so she quit, doesn't believe in the process anymore. And what's interesting is I kept feeling called to go see her in the hospital. And I didn't go to see her because I don't know who this girl is. But isn't it interesting, like even that energetic pull from back then, was she trying to call me to help me? Who knows? But wow. I go to see him, and it was on 9-11. So on 9-11, I found out that I had 
stage four breast cancer. So he got me hooked up with, you know, Dana Faber and thank God for him because he was able to arrange everything. So I didn't, they were able to get me some financial assistance. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to worry about that. Um, And just going through the process, what, what I hated because I didn't drink, I didn't smoke. My husband I met when I was 16. So he had been the only person, you know, that I was with. And now here I am, I've been the good girl. And here I am at Dana Faber having these huge doses of medication, drugs blown into my body to try to save me, to keep me alive. I'm also grateful for that doctor because I remember my girlfriends coming with me. And I got so overwhelmed because everybody was trying to, you know, help and you're going to do this. And you. And finally, I said to the doctor, just everybody stop because she said something that made me remember childhood. And what I mean by that is when I was a kid, I was aware of people having cancer. And whenever they had cancer and they had an operation first, they died because the air hit it and then it traveled through the body. So, again, not knowing as we're kids, like I was having these feelings when I was a kid, not knowing now I do that. Wow. It's because when I was a kid, unconsciously. I knew I was going to have cancer. That's part of like what I needed to learn in this lifetime. So I said to her, I shared my story. And she goes, I believe the same thing. I go, all right, then we're not doing the surgery first. We're going to do the chemo. Then if we need to operate, we're going to operate. So went through that process. And not only the hottest pot is having all of that blown into my body. Yeah. But a friend of mine shared, she said, Charlene, it's this really intense red dye that they were putting in. Um, She said, just picture it as white light. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's, I'm grateful that, who knows, maybe Mm -hmm. somebody listening is going to be going through cancer and it could have evolved to a different process now. Maybe they don't need to go through it. But what can you do to make it, the experience different? And for me, I loved going to Dana Faber because I was helping to, sometimes I get emotional about this. I was helping to elevate people that were there. I'd walk in and these people would be like, you're that girl. And it made me feel awesome because I could feel that I was helping to raise their vibration with going through what I was going through. Wow. So, yeah. And then when I went to massage school, I remember, oh, and they told me that I didn't, so pay attention to your gut. They told me it was just um, in my, um, oh, the doctor tested my lymph nodes. And I said, it's not in my lymph nodes. She goes, how do you know? I go, I just know it's not in my lymph nodes. She calls me later in the day. She goes, Charlene, it's not in your lymph nodes. I go, I know, I told you that. (laughs) So they were amazed by that. And, um, then they told me it was, I just needed to do a lumpectomy. And I said, no, something's telling me just take that breast. Like I have my three kids. I'm not going to have more kids. So we went through the surgery. I had a mastectomy and then they did reconstruction on the other side. And, um, even this was pretty cool. Like they had to recreate the areola and the nipple and all of that on the right side. So then they tattoo it. My mm. daughter jokes and says, my mother has a tattoo of an areola. <laughs> She's a hot chick. 
<laughs> I love it. <laughs> they're awesome, my kids. Um, so even getting the tattoo, she's trying to figure out. And I said, that's the color. She goes, no. I go, give it to me. And I muscle tested. And mm. I said, this is the color. And then what she did, she put a little dot near the other areola and she goes, you're right. I go, I know. Like, wow. not being cocky, but you guys have heard me for the last almost year. I've had to come in for chemo treatments and all my energy work. And so, like, why wouldn't you believe what I was saying? But then I end up in massage school, fast forward, mm -hmm. and one of my friends is a, a doctor. He's going to school for massage. He too had cancer, so he used to be a surgeon and now he does wound care. And um, he would always say to me, Shalyn, why are you dismissing the fact that you had cancer? And I would say, it's not about the cancer, it's about the message in the cancer. And it mm. wasn't until he was doing the holistic program of massage as well, not just you can take the massage track or you can do the one that incorporates yeah. rise and all that other stuff. So he did that path as well. And um, at the end, he said to me, now I understand what you're talking about. So sometimes we just have to be open and just keep moving forward. And then when you're meant to hear, you're meant to hear. And it'll create space for you. That, that's, that's really a remarkable story. Um, when I, I would assume based on your recovery from all of this, that you have this amazing ability not to exist within a diagnosis through your intuitive work and your energy work, which I think a lot of people sit in, <clears throat> they get a diagnosis and then that becomes, that becomes their, they, they walk, live, breathe, everything is that. Um, but being able to tap into what the energy of the cancer was for you, you were able to move it and clear it. Do you believe that it was actually cancer? I think we all have cancer and I, I do believe that it did manifest to that. Um, yeah. but is this another reason why self-care, like I said to you before, what does yeah. self-care mean? I, I was reading something the other day. Oh, in one of my reflexology books, because even though you, I, I, I am a reflexologist, I'll grab other books to hear what other people yeah. are doing and saying, right? And someone said something about relaxation. And I was like, this is what I need to keep communicating to people is getting a massage or getting whatever it is that works for you. But I'm going to promote massage because not just because that's what I do, but you're on the table for an hour and somebody's yeah. touching you. You have that physical contact as you're relaxing and going into a different state. We can't manifest when we're like, oh, we're all hyped up and worried, right? But when you allow your body to relax through massage, yeah. then you're basically becoming conscious or subconsciously you're putting out there to the universe wow this is what i want to manifest so even yeah. if people don't believe in it for you know a health thing if you're not able to manifest something do you think maybe you should go get a massage and through the massage things come up i always tell people 
give yourself permission to let things go. Like when I'm guiding them through, it's give yourself permission. It's this whole process. But the other thing is um, I release resistance because mm. you feel the pain. So what do we do? We fight against it. But if I can remind you to release resistance, then yeah. even though it's killing, and I say that because go, stuff stuck, a lot of times people will have stuff stuck under the collarbone. Yeah. And moving it out of the body, I might be able to move it with my fingers or I'll take my forearm and I'll come over. And I'm not like my son will say, oh, my God, you can break bones. I'm like, I'm <laughs> going to the energy of the bone. I'm not breaking bones. But so I'll like lay my forearm. And as I can feel your energy releasing because you're allowing yeah. it. And think about this. Can you feel it on the back of the body? Yeah, in the scap too. So it's like it's holding like this. So if you can wow. get in there and allow this to go, it's not only releasing the tension here, it's releasing the muscles and the tension from the back. Never mind if I call it one of those, uh, what is it, those bell jaw clamps. That mm -hmm. So sometimes that that's the image that I get is that you want to let it go, but because there's so much fear and they're trying to protect you, so you can't let it go. It's like that clamp holding yes. it in place. So when you're guided through and you feel safe, then you're yeah. able to move it out of the body. You know, this might go without saying, but for those people that are listening, this is, this is no small, this is no small potatoes here. If we look back to your um, cancer diagnosis, the part that I that I want to make sure is said is um, the the energetic messages that we send to ourselves through the thoughts that we're thinking and feeling have such power and influence over the expression within our body. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And so. To, to know that you have moved through that. It, it's, it's amazing. It's, it's so astounding and powerful and that we all have access to this. We do. And, and thank you for saying that. And people might say, well, Shalene, what did you do? Like I said, what kind of self-care are you giving to yourself? To me, I like listening to, I get up in the morning, I'll grab a cup of coffee and I'll start reading some of my books that inspire me, help me to learn more so I can help other people. Because yeah. then I'll be the first one to grab my foot and start doing things on my feet because you can feel when you massage your foot, like you were saying, your shoulder. Yeah. Over here is the shoulder on the foot. So if you oh. take your feet and if you feel like, wow, there's some tenderness okay. or there's crunchies, what that means, and you can always go up and over because sometimes you'll see chats that are a little bit different but if you feel a uh, tenderness what that means is there's circulation issues if you feel crunchies now there's uh crystals or uric acid deposit that built up oh, yes. on that nerve ending and so the circulation issue is the circulation can't get from here back to the shoulder if people have um my dad was just diagnosed with uh well, earlier in the year, diagnosed with uh, liver cancer. 
Mm. And what's interesting is I went to touch this book. I've had it forever and something. It would now's the time for me to read it. I touched it, and all of a sudden, I thought of my dad and his feet because that's where he started noticing in his feet. And um, I called my mom and I said, I knew the answer, but I wanted her to hear it because she floats back and forth between believing and not believing. And he says, yeah. Get away from me with your voodoo. However, he <laughs> let me touch his feet this weekend. So that's a stop. Um, he has liver cancer. Well, on the big toe, this is the spleen, which is about worrying, and this is the liver, which is about anger. Mm. When you know Dad's story from childhood, you understand why there's a lot of anger, and it's in his feet, which is part of the first chakra, has to do with family foundation, right? Um, Dad was basically put into uh, an orphanage when his mother had to go into the hospital, and he has abandonment issues because of wow. the fact that they had more kids and yeah, they came back for him and his brother, but you know, maybe his brother doesn't react the same way, but everybody's different yeah. and we get wounded we based on our mm-hmm. situations and we get wounded based on what we make of it. Right. Yes. I call it incorrect thoughts, feelings, emotions, beliefs, perceptions. And the reason they're incorrect is Usually when we make them, we're a child mm-hmm. and something happened and then we get wounded and, and, and then where does the rest of your life go? It mirrors that incorrect perception. Yeah, that, that is so that, that precisely right there is, is the reason we carry our traumas around. Like we need a knapsack to showcase them, right? It's, it's those stored things just below our conscious mind that, that are ingrained. These are patterns that are ingrained. Our conscious mind is expressing what we don't even realize is happening within our subconscious realm. So, so what are, besides the self-care and then getting on the table, right? So finding somebody that can do this intuitive massage and move through that. What else can people do? Well, we, we talked about doing uh, Epsom salt baths or showers. Yeah. Um, massage any other type of self-care it doesn't mean it has to be just one i used to do yoga all the time powerful powerful because yoga also brings you to that state right with meditation so it brings you to that relaxed state um does what types of music do you like to listen to what types of podcasts do you listen to are they inspiring or i remember a client he was processing a lot of grief, which has to do with the metal element. And he was feeling awesome. His session was almost over. And I like, I like to make people laugh, but I also make, I want them to have their own awareness. So he's laying up face down on the table and he said, oh, I can't wait to get in my car and turn my heavy metal on. And, and I go, what do you want to turn on? He goes, my heavy metal. I go, your heavy what? I had to say it three or four times before <laughs> for him to realize it. Releasing metal, right? Wow. And so, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with heavy metal, but is that going to uplift you? Right. Or do we think it is because, you know, the the vibration, whatever. If that works for you, great. But just be aware of even that, what we listen to. 
right? And the words that are coming out of our mouths, because that's another form of self-care, is yes. my son Johnny had a, a rough life. And I was always concerned, and this was before I knew what I know now. I was concerned about messing my kids up. And it mm-hmm. was this one day I realized they're going to get messed up regardless of what we do. Because right. we went out into the back, me and like all their friends, and they were going sledding. We were there all day. And now it's the end of the day and it's getting cold. We got to head home. Johnny says, mom, I want to go down this hill one more time. I said, okay. So we're all standing at the top of the hill. He goes down the hill. As soon as he hits the bottom of the hill, the coyotes start howling in the woods. Scared him half to death. Came running up the hill, out the woods, jumped in my car, came home. And I was still married at the time. Told my husband I left him in the woods. (laughs) That day, I realized, wow, we mess ourselves up because of these incorrect perceptions. And because of other things he has has had happen to him, I'm sharing this because catch your words. He'll say things like, I'm always the fall guy. If you're always the fall guy, John, and that's your mantra, then you are going to be the fall guy. My mother always says, what's next? You can never win. I go, you're absolutely right. Are they going to lop off toes? or I try to make her laugh, right? Because I'm like, that's what you keep putting out there. So yes. there's going to be something next, you know? Well, and you know? and <clears throat> this was, I was talking to you a little bit about this before we started the recording, but done a little thoughts experiment with myself over the past year. And it is proven, <laughs> this is to your point, when I have not felt well, I have not uttered those words into the universe. I've not used the word sick. I've not used the word ailing. I've not nothing to one, put that energy out there, but also to embody what is not true. Mm-hmm. I've used the words, I am healing. You really am healing. healing. Yep. And then move to some self-care routine. And I am not kidding you. It is six hours and I'm feeling better again. If that. I moved from like two days to a day to about 12 hours to about six. It's amazing what, what we put out into the universe is what we manifest or embody rapidly. Correct. And that's why even from insurance, right? I I teach this class on ethics and it's talking Mm -hmm. about ethics and morals. And I share this because maybe this is a different way of people realizing when they're out of balance. Sure. And I get so many compliments from this class because people are like, oh my God, I never thought to look at it this way. I bring up the book by uh, Don Miguel Roos, The Four Agreements, and how oh, he- yeah. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. I love that book. So yes. He talks about um, agreements. So I give them an Be example. impeccable with your word, right? <laughs> exactly. But I want them yeah. to hang up more on the agreement because yeah. of the fact that if we grew up and everybody said, you're amazing, you're fabulous, aren't we confident, right? See, the chest is expansive. And then yes. what shows up, you're like, how does this kid have everything positive, everything wonderful happen, right? But you might have been the, the child where, what are you doing that for? Stop singing, stop, right? So then you walk yep. around like this. So you're Correct. contracted instead of expanded. So. If somebody said that 
you sing terribly, you're fat, you're, you're, you're stupid, you're ugly, whatever those nasty words are that yes. you experienced, if you believed it, now it's an agreement. So everything yes. that shows up for you is going to mirror that. And when I said, if you don't have it here, you're not going to find it there. So you keep looking out here, but you have to find it here first. You do. Being aware of. Um, and I could go on and on because I, I share examples, activities I do with people. But I explain in this insurance class that morals have to do with inside, right? Your mm -hmm. inner compass. Whereas yes. ethics are what the external world is trying to teach you. So somebody's teaching you your character, your um, behaviors, just everything, your customs. So here you are as a child and you got this coming at you. Right? Yes. And to me, I want life to be this way. Mm -hmm. I even joke and say, even if I ever decide to open up to having a relationship, I want ebb and flow. I'm scared to death because I think it's going to be more of this. Yeah. I'm not looking for that, right? So I want this. But even in life, whatever you're doing, if you feel it's this, you're negating yourself. Mm. And that should be a sign, that feeling that, wow, I'm being bullied. I'm being forced to do something in a job that I don't agree with because you're afraid to say no, because you're afraid you might get fired. Who cares? I told you I've had a dollar fifty in the bank and yep. I'm still in my house. You know, I went to Hawaii a couple of years ago. So, you know, you're able to do things. It's just having the awareness of, wow, I'm not owning my power and being me. Yes. Morals because I'm allowing this. Just like when you're doing this, it's like, no, kind of like the alcohol, right? Somebody feels like they're able to be themselves because this person goes from this to this. No, right. now are you doing this? So just noticing when you're out of that balance, because if you're out of that balance, you're out of the balance here, which means yes. then you could be manifesting not only a life you don't want, but hmm. sickness, illness, disease, all of it. Oh, <clears throat> so good. So good. I want to share one more thing, if you don't mind, just because it nope, was please. something that I wrote yes. down. When I was in um, massage school, Mm -hmm. One of my teachers and the way we, we became teachers is usually once you graduated, if you were good, they might ask you to be a teacher to like your underclassmates and then you could still be there. So I became friendly with one of the teachers that was there. Mm -hmm. And I would always say, come on, get on the table. Let me show you like, let me do some work. Everybody else would be like walking around. Hey, Charlene, can I get on the table? Can I get on the table? I would teach them techniques about hugging a tree, right? Which people think mm -hmm. I'm not, but it's just. It has to be outside and just grabbing the branches of something that's in the ground and breathing mm -hmm. and allowing yes. your energy to flow to Mother Earth. And mm -hmm. then when you feel relaxed, thanking and releasing, right? So I've heard some people do that before they even come in the house after work. Yes. Yes. But, so he agreed this one time to get on my table and he was, he was crying he was cold he was shaking and hmm. um also had some financial stuff going on when he got off the table he went because his phone had been ringing he answered his phone and he got a client that tip alone the guy left two hundred dollars just 
and now this is somebody he gets regularly. So he attracted whatever he released while he was doing his work on the table, opened him up to financial abundance. And this is a regular client for him now. And then one time I was, you know, done early and I happened to walk into his classroom and he said to the students, he said, you know, the story I just told you. And they said, yeah, this is the person. Apparently when Mm -hmm. you graduate, they'll ask you a question like who um, has touched you or what's, what do you remember the most or whatever. And he was sharing with them that my um, experience with him is what he remembers the most because he never let anybody work on him and just the transition that he had um, and how life unfolded. So then he said to me, do you mind working with so-and-so? She's had some issues. Her dad passed away and she's got all kinds of stuff going on, like losing teeth and everything was on the right side of the body. So I said, sure, absolutely. Well, one thing she didn't say, and this is actually a testimonial out on my, my website, is when she made the connection of what was going on, she was carrying the emotions of her dad's passing with the right side of the bodies of the male. So it was all about her dad. The teeth, speaking your truth, teeth of bone, so fear, um, all of that stopped happening in her testimonial. I got to compose myself so I don't cry. She um she didn't share that she had um and now I'm not going to re- remember the words but she had signs of skin cancer on her face. And after having the awareness her testimony is they just fell off and never came back. So that's how powerful you understand what's going on and that's not about me because right the person has to be willing to do their work. If you get somebody yes. on the table, that's like, you're a fruit loop. And oh, that's fine. Then I don't need to waste my time because, you know, the, that sharing pot is more draining than the actual massage. Right. So. so with that, how do you, I think one of the most important pieces of this work is learning how to listen. And not listening necessarily with your ears, listening with your body, listening with your intuition, tuning in and listening to the signals that are happening in your body, whether that's emotions or the pain or whatever shows up for you. How do you teach people to listen? There's a couple of ways. And it has to be, again, a process. Like I'm talking about self-care, that self-care could be that as well, because I do this for people or they might find somebody else they can do it with, where I have clients that will call, will have regular sessions and it might not be on the table and they'll be talking about what's going on in their life. Great. I want you to have the emotion. Tell me what's annoying you. Tell me what's making you feel whatever you're feeling. Because we can't always remember this, but we know how we feel. We know how you made me feel. No, they didn't do anything. They're a gift to show you what you're not allowing. So things like, I'll give you some examples. Um, And I'm just, I won't use clients. I'll I'll use some friends in these examples. 
So I have a friend that she would fight with me about um, her husband or I forget, boyfriend, maybe, maybe it was when it, she was married and now she's divorced and has a boyfriend. She will say, well, it's his responsibility. That's right. You need to accept 100% responsibility and so does he. No, we, th- we need to accept 50%. And I said, no, does that mean you're 50% of a person? You're 100%. When you come into the relationship, you bring 100%. The other person brings 100% of wherever they're at. So when you're, instead of blaming, shaming, and complaining, and that's like saying year of miracles class, it's a year-long class, not the book. um, They talk about blaming, shaming, and complaining. And I've come to realize it's too scary to be here. So by me blaming, shaming, and complaining, I'm staying in my defense. So I don't need to be accountable for. So when you're telling me he's not being responsible, he's not being accountable for his 50%. Are you being accountable when you're right. blaming, shaming, and complaining? So it's, but you have to hear it over and over and over. And that's why do we listen to different podcasts? Do we listen to different people? Do you have friends that you can talk to about? Um her parents would always say to her, you know, you need to change your thoughts. Well, that's mm. true, but we don't know what the thoughts are. So you know how you feel. She would talk about her kids. All right. What did they do? How did they make you feel? And then I would always say, what's the opportunity? So mm. for myself included, I'll still get triggered by stuff and have an emotion because I always tell people until you're dead, you're going to be working on your stuff. Yeah. Right? You're human. Yeah. You're human. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I can feel the way I'm feeling, but I'm thankful that I know the other side is to go, all right, what's that all about? I always say, what's underneath? What's underneath? What's underneath? Wow. In, in, uh, I was uh, doing some coaching in an insurance agency, and they had another person there. And the individual was looking for the, uh, his question was about, um, why do people do business with you? And anybody can say that with anything they do. And he yeah. was looking for the answer to be because of peace of mind. And somebody said it and he said, that's right. And I said, no, it's not. To me, that's fluff because he has peace of mind. What gives you peace of mind versus what right. gives me? It's what's <laughs> underneath. Exactly. Is it because you spend the time with them? Is it because they don't have the time and they just say, here's what I need and you do it? The answer is different, and that's what we need to know. Yeah, what's at the root of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it this might has not been even be ours, so we just have to be open to the fact it might not be us. Yes. I that's, hope I'm not. That's too a big one. That's a that's that. a whole other conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was a guest speaker at a chamber event and it was um, shifting from the mindset from, hold on, let me get the exact words. Look what you did to me instead of for what me. you did for me. Yes. And, and sometimes we're not programmed to, for that. We're not. And people say, Charlene, where did you come from? Because my family doesn't necessarily think that way. And I'm like, we're all here for a reason. We're all here for a purpose. I don't know why 
like, this is what I'm here to do. But I think I've done this many times in the past. Yeah. Maybe I enjoy it. And I just keep coming back and doing it. And that's what said to me, why do you keep taking classes? And I think the classes just reactivate what's already in the cellular memory. And then I'm able to, to do it. Well, and shifting out of that victim mindset, we, I, I would hope that many people choose to want to be better, right? How can we reframe what's happening to us as happening for us? It's a journey. That's for sure. <laughs> Except when the fear gets in the way, when the fear gets in the way, right? Because a, a couple of things, when the fear gets in mm-hmm. the way, then there's that space again. And I don't know what to put in that space. Also, right. what are people getting out of staying stuck in the look what you yes. did to me? Mm-hmm. There could be negative pleasure in that. Are they getting sympathy from everybody else? Um, and a friend of mine that I met in massage school, she, she's like, Shalene, every day is like a therapy session and she loves it. And she does not want me to be like, I, I'm not a light and fluffy type of person. I don't like to sugarcoat. Because I don't want people to do it with me. It might not feel so good, but I want to know. And um, one time she was complaining about, you know, they were having company. And she went to the market. And she said, and I came home and he said, what did you mess up the plan for? She goes, I didn't know what the plan was. And she was talking about how she was doing it from her heart. And I said, but were you? And she said, what do you mean? And I said, were you going to the market out of your heart or were you just complying with the June Cleaver program? Right. And she got triggered and that's all right. And then, you know, we talk every day, a couple of days later, she goes, you were right. And I said, I know, but you had to figure it out. Just be grateful that somebody's telling you, because I know like early on when I was going on this journey, people would Mm -hmm. make comments like, I can't wait to see the lighter side of you. What does that mean? Mm. Like no clues, right? So I at least want to give you some clues so you can help get yourself out of the quicksand. Well, and and honestly, what a gift that you give people. I think we we spend a lot of time in niceties and covering up what we think people want to hear. And um, when really to mirror back what they haven't been able to see themselves is a true gift. So thank you. Thank you. And I'm open to doing it. You know, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I really want people to heal. But how can you heal if you just keep blowing smoke? It's yeah, not going to happen. So to wrap up today, I'd like to end our conversations with what's your unique parting wisdom to our the grounded guidance community. So what is your grounded guidance? The grounded guidance is something I've already said, which is pay attention to how you're feeling. We don't always know what we're thinking, but you know how you're feeling. Don't negate it before we get into pushing it down with some kind of beverage or sugar or food Mm. or whatever. Just check in and find out, wow, is something going on that's triggering an emotion from the past because whatever's going on now is never what's the issue. The issue is what happened back here. And that's what we're trying to heal. Mm-hmm. So be open to honoring your feelings, but don't get stuck in the feeling. Be aware of, wow, I'm feeling this. 
And if you need to, and I think this is a good idea, write down how I'm feeling. Mm. You made me feel this way. Because then when you look at your words, turn it around and say, how do I do that to me? They're just showing me what I do to me. They're showing me what I don't allow. It's all a gift. But Mm. we can't receive it if you just keep ignoring it and stay stuck in your defense because that's what we're programmed to do for safety reasons. Wow, so many gems. Yeah, so many gems of wisdom. How can people get in touch with you, Shirley? Um, And I can send you some information because I don't know what you're going to add to um, your site. But I always I'll add it all. Yep, I'll I'll add it all. um, (laughs) And and actually, um, I'll give you a few things. My email is ccabral at ccabralconsulting.com. I don't like to have emails going all different places, so I just keep it going to one email. Okay. Phone number (laughs) is 508-269-6774. And I I was looking, oh, you can't see it. Well, this is my link tree. So if you do L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E, and then put intuitive massage with Shalene. It will bring you to this link that you can't see, but it shows you the bunch of here to go to the treatment menu, yeah. sign up for my emails, like everything's right there, specials and things that I do. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. And I loved having you on. <laughs> I loved being here. So thank you very much. And um, I, I hope this.